Happy Aloha Friday. How's it going? Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the Explicit Aloha Podcast for Friday, February 12, 2021. Happy uh, Chinese New Year. You're the ox. Happy New Year to all you guys out there. Um, yeah, do you feel the prosperity coming with the Year of the Ox? I feel the prosperity. It's coming. You feel that, sister? How you guys been? How was your week? We had a pretty good week over here. Um, Bowie was sick, unfortunately, but she got better uh, after about five days, runny nose and stuff. It was really sad. First time she was sick, so you know I'm the rookie. I was just like kind of tripping out because she can't breathe as well. You know she's got like the phlegm thing going on, and I just uh, wasn't really. I don't know. It was just sad. That's all it was. It was sad. She could breathe. And the funny thing, too, is like she was smiling and laughing while at the same time she couldn't even really breathe as well because of the the boogers. Sorry. You know, the fucking boogers. But um, it was like she'd still be smiling and be like, <laughs> like snorting and shit because she couldn't, you know. And then we'd have to, you know, get rid of it. You know, old school style. Just suck it out straight out with our you know, lip to nose kind. Um, I'm just kidding. We didn't do it that way. We got that new, we got the straw thing. We didn't do the old school way. Gross. Sorry. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know why I said that. I hope you guys aren't having breakfast right now. I didn't, I didn't ruin it for you, but anyway, happy Aloha Friday. Um, yeah. So other than that, the week was normal. Baby is better now. Everybody's chilling. And, um, I'm in a fucking super good mood because uh, going back in the studio today, so I'm just always in a good mood and excited to go back in. Uh, I don't go in as much as I really would like to, and I, I don't go in as much as I could, I guess, you know, because you can kind of just go and hang out and be around sort of, and, you know, if you need to get out of the way, then you kind of just get the hint and get out of the way. But for the most part, you know, you can kind of just go down there and fucking you know create and that's the magical thing that's an awesome thing so but i uh, i'm going down today gonna meet up with caleb and les and do some recording i'm stoked so in a good mood and um it made me think about uh made me think about something i was um you know last time i was at the studio with leslie so live animal um live animal is leslie and pana and it's i mean it's the live animal is them but they work out of this this office area and the office area is um it's like jp and leslie have always had some kind of office or studio going somewhere and they have other other people that are a part of it too i i can't even name everybody i'm sorry too i know there's other engineers who work there too um my bad but there's um you know there's just so many people sometimes that used to come through there and there's still a core member like core group of uh, people who come through and um and it's you know it's a couple producers because mostly just leslie and pana and you know one or two of their other friends i guess who produce but um the music the musicians that go through there there's just you know, I mean, for me, it's like, it's the current, 
reggae radio that you hear in in Hawaii. That's what that's who's over there. Like Little Jordy and um, Fia and you know like the the new shit, the fucking new talented young fired up people. I mean, Little Jordy releases a song. It's to me, it seems like fucking every like few months there's a new there's a new Little Jordy song out. Uh, I don't know if that's true, but it's just like the guy's hustling and he's working and, um, you know, respect him and he's a fucking great guy. I got a guy's like the nicest guy in the world. So I'm, I'm happy for him. And, um, it's, it's amazing to be, be in a scene where it's like, we're kind of like the old school guys out of the new guys, you know, as far as the green, I'm saying like, we're not really the old school guys because the old school guys are still, around and crushing and um you know the ogs and the uncles and stuff and even the people just ahead of us and or just a little older than us but you know there's so many like manao company is like the uncles and the ogs and they're still out there fucking killing and uh you know fiji and um god uh like i don't know capena i guess capena if we're gonna talk about like um more island but you know um and but then if you think about like the green and then our timing and our sort of generation it's like we're sort of still in the new school compared to those guys you know we're like we're 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 like the ogs to the new generation and um but we're still around and we're still there and you know jp and les are always creating and you know and caleb obviously and um but like the boys like leslie having the studio with pana and everything right now and so anyway last time fucking long story even longer last time i was at the studio with leslie um i was i was with him we we're talking you know we're in the middle of like recording something and i was listening to i was listening to pana in the other room pana was recording something and i could hear through the wall i could hear what he was doing not all of it but kind of most of it you know and i was thinking i was just like man this is like this right here is like this very special moment like in time almost where you have all these artists coming through you have all these musicians coming through and you have you know pana who is a amazing producer for reggae but also for a little more poppy or electronic sounding like you know, a little, not so much rootsy, but like, I mean, he can do anything, anything fucking at all. But his specialty, you know, is a little more on that side compared. Now, that's just when I compare it to Leslie. Leslie is a little more rootsy background on the production side. Like he can, he can also produce anything and produces dope fucking hip hop beats and all that stuff, you know, but it's like they just complement each other in a way that it seems more that their backgrounds um, come from a slightly different spot, but not so different that it hasn't been crossing paths for years, you know? And so, and you know, so their friendship and everything that they do that kind of combines and happens in that studio is, uh, is like so complementary to each other. And then you have the artists coming through. You have Fia, you have Little Jordy, you have Johnny Sweet, you have Miley, you have, um, you know, the Greens still coming through, <laughs> the uncles, you know, still coming through. And you have, I mean, you have people like Makua Rothman, you know, like 
amazing fucking he's famous for his big waves and you know his music his love of music is taking him all over the place too we we did a show with him um in florida i mean he came up on stage with us and at a show we had in florida one time and you know the music and sports link and all that stuff it's just you know there are so there's so many different people coming through and um sharing their sharing their talents and writing and i, I just it, it blows it blows my mind and for some reason while we were in while i was in that studio that day with leslie for some reason i was just able to kind of like stand back and go wow like um this is a this is kind of a special moment. There's just something something really special happening over there. And um and you know one of this is a little this is a little off you might think it's off track but it is it's on subject. Uh, one of my favorite current civil rights uh activists and leaders really Sean King. He always says that it's like one of his famous fucking quotes and I know some people hate him, but um, whatever, you know. His uh, one thing he said, which I thought I always think is really smart. It's hard to recognize a moment in history when you're in it, you know. And obviously, when when Sean King is talking about it, or other people are saying the same kind of similar thing, they're usually, you know, they're referring to politics, it's social injustice, and change, um, and stuff stuff like that that they're trying to trying to you know advocate and get the word out on but i think also you know some it's just that's just such a brilliant quote because that's how that's true it's so true that sometimes you just don't recognize the moment when it's in it it's really hard to recognize a moment especially a really important moment um sometimes it's really blatant it's right in your fucking face you know and there's no denying it you know and you're in denial if you if you ignore it you know but i mean sometimes it's just something it's something kind of special and some it's something noteworthy and it just kind of registers and it's like damn man so that was just kind of that moment i sort of had while i was over there with leslie and um listening to pana recording the background i'm imagining i'm like fuck i'm gonna hear this shit on the radio in like a year or like less probably Probably less. It'll, that shit will probably be on the radio in a few months, maybe. And if not, you know, like, uh, just the privilege. I just felt really pri- privileged. Privileged, but I felt it's a bit of. I was pretty stoked to be there. I was very thankful. And um, so anyway, shout out to the Live Animal family. Much love to you guys. The boys who really actually, you know, keep keep a lot of shit rolling in behind the scenes in the music industry. A lot of people didn't know for a long time. I think people know already. I think it's fucking old news already. You fuckers know. Everybody knows what's up. Um, they're not the only ones. Obviously, there's amazing, talented producers in Hawaii. Um, I can start naming off all kind of other people, but this, I don't want to do that because then I'm going to forget somebody. I'm going to leave them out and they're going to be like looking at me like, bruh, right on. Heard your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but i just um you know like I, fuck there's too many good ones to name and so hopefully I'll, t- I'll have a story about them or we'll have them on eventually i know i keep saying i'm gonna have guests but we will eventually have them i promise i'm definitely working on it it's a one-man show what do you want from me okay anyway live animal i love you fucking guys i can't wait to see you fucking see you guys soon
Cheers, everybody. I'm about to take a little sip. A little parched over here. Finished it. I finished it. Um, I ha- I have a few drinks over here. I always have like a green tea mixed with throat coat. Green tea, throat coat combo. Can't go wrong. Little drop of do- doTERRA oil. Pick your favorite. Um... And uh, well, I had I had this beer, and I just I just finished it. It's my first one, I promise. But this beer is crazy. This fucking beer, I just found it the other day. So if you're in Hawaii, you know about Tamura's. It's a it's a liquor store, but it's a wine wine store, liquor store, and um, they always, they always have a pretty awesome selection. It's not. Sometimes they're big stores. They're not usually that big. So, you know, they got what they got, but they always got some good shit. And they also have poke. Their fucking poke is mean. They have all kinds of good shit. Um, <laughs> did I say it was good shit or what? Um, so I found this beer like last week. Uh, no, sorry. A few days ago, um, I found this beer. It's called Mother Earth Brew Company. That's the brand, Mother Earth Brew. And um, they had like four different beers. This thing is a fucking creamsicle. It's called. <laughs> oh, my God. It's called Cali Creamin. <laughs> Cali Creamin. These fucking guys. Um, but it's a creamsicle. So they got like a vanilla cream. Let me put it down. Bartender. They got a vanilla cream. They got um they got this stout I want to try next. It's an imperial it's an imperial uh peanut butter. Peanut butter imperial. Try to say that fucking five times fast, yeah. Peanut butter imperial stout. Peanut butter imperial stout. Peanut butter imperial stout. Yeah, anyway. Um good shit. Good fucking beer. Tasty stuff. Very good. I recommend it. Um the funny thing about when I bought it, the auntie over there, when I went to go check out, I was in the line, right? So I see her. She's just talking story, super nice, talking story with everybody. And it comes my turn, and I put my stuff on the on the counter. I put the beer on the counter, and I put a thing of vodka on the counter. And she goes, oh, I love this beer. It's my favorite one. And I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, what? Like, out of all the fucking beer in this whole place, this is her favorite beer. And it's like, I've never even heard of this brew. brew. I love a huddle. I've never heard of them. And I've never seen this beer before. I've, and it's a fucking creamsicle beer. Okay, so I guess that makes sense. Like, you know, if you're not a beer drinker, beer is nasty. All right, let's be honest. If you don't drink beer, you fucking, because you probably think it's nasty or, you know, you don't drink it because you're smart. Um, sorry, all you beer drinkers out there. I'm one of you. So then I, I'm like, are you, I'm really? I'm like th- this because they had four different types too. I was like, I was like this one, this specific one. She's like, yeah. She's like, I don't, I don't drink beer that much, but I, I, I tried this and and she's like, oh, it's pretty good, you know. She's like, fuck, oh, I liked it. And I was like, I was like, wow. I was like, unreal. I was like, the this yeah, it's creamsicle. I'm, I've never even heard of a creamsicle beer. She was like, yeah. She was, you know what though? 
You can't fall in love with these beers because they don't have them forever. I was like, wow, you're fucking smart, Auntie. I was like, and I think I might have even said that. I was like, wow, wow, Auntie. You got me there. I can't fall in love with this beer because <laughs> I can't fall in love with this beer because it's, uh, you know, it might be seasonal. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I never even heard of this fucking brewery. But anyway, she um, she hit me with the fucking boom knowledge, dropped it. And uh, I haven't been the same since. But it's a good beer. I recommend it. Um, I might have to do some might have to do some recommendations on it. Mother Earth Brew. If you guys have any um, you know, if you guys have any really good beer recommendations, let me know. Fucking you can actually you can I'm going to I'm going to compile some messages. There's I'm getting a couple messages, but I haven't gotten too many. You guys can leave messages on the anchor page, all right? If you find the anchor page, go and find it. You can find it. No worries. It's it's out there. And that's the website basically with all the links to where you can listen to the podcast. But on there you can leave a fucking voicemail. You can leave me a voicemail. So if that's where you could that's one place or on Instagram messaging on like the explicit aloha's IG, you can look it up and message me there. But um I just be getting random shit. But if you guys wanna talk about, you know, tell me any any good beers you had or any shit like that, um anything really, anything random, I, I might just throw it in. Uh, but feel free, feel free to fucking say what you want, do whatever you want, but just remember, uh, yeah, you can swear and say almost whatever you want, but just, you know, fucking keep it nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. And, um, not only is it Aloha Friday, but it's Valentine's Day weekend, so, the pressure is on, fellas. What do you guys got? What did you get her? What the fuck did you get? What the fuck did you get, bro? No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, I mean, Valentine's Day is one of those holidays that I think you always have to, you like a little something is always like, you know, you got to do a little something like you can't just ignore the fact that it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> you can't ignore it completely. But I, and I'm not saying this, is, this sounds fucking probably stupid at the moment, but hear me out. Uh, I'm just saying it depends on your relationship. It depends on the person you're with because some people don't want all kinds of stuff they don't want like you know some you know some people don't want um a bunch of flowers and candies and like crazy decorations and you know and, and gifts and like you know they would rather you fucking save that money and use it on something else you know like um you know a dinner would be good you know or something but like or like you know what i mean it's like it depends on your situation also like if you're a, if you're in my situation where you're uh you're a little older and you're you have a family it's like yeah our money is not going to go to like a bunch of crazy stuff like every time there's a holiday um we we're frugal <laughs> in that aspect you know and um honestly to be straight up fucking chelsea thinks the shit's corny um 
I <laughs> when we first started dating, I was never the kind of guy to be like, oh, I gotta get all all this kind of kind of stuff. But I have always been conscious and try to be a good gift giver and try and you know, you know, just fucking just try and do a good job and like um. But I remember, I don't know, I don't know what I gave her, you know, it was maybe flowers, but I just remember her just being like, <laughs> fucking looking like at the whole situation is just like, it's a joke, like, <laughs> gay. And I remember, she's just, it's it's just corny to her. Um, You know, I think doing something nice together is a, is a good idea, like a date night or something, but like. The fact of like th- some people thinking that they got to go and buy all these diamonds or like crazy, you know, the pressure sometimes of, you know, having to, you know, impress uh, other people's other couples almost. That's even the reason why a lot of people do it. They just trying to impress other people so they can show off on fucking Instagram. And I just think that's fucking dumb. And but. So that's like I like I said in the beginning of this whole thing. It depends on your situation and your relationship. Some people are like that. Some people are a little different. Some people want that. Some people they're just in a different situation. They're not an old man like me who's got a family. I'm not that old, okay, fuckers. Um, you know they're young and they got fucking money to blow and don't give a shit about it and like trying to do some cool romantic ass shit you know i get it you want to fucking try and impress your lady so by all means to each his own no but really happy valentine's day hope you guys have a great weekend let's think it's on sunday yep i can count 12 plus 2 friday saturday sunday so i hope you all you romantic people out there have a great one um Chelsea and I will probably have a very, 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 very romantic evening here at the house watching our kids. Same old shit. We need a date night. That's for sure. We're overdue. Um, But the funny thing is last two times we had a date night uh, and, you know, grandma came and watched, you know, came and watched uh our kids we like came back within like within probably two hours within like hour half maybe we came back it's fucking sad bro um yeah it's good that's just how it is we wanted to come home you know we like had a couple drinks we ate whatever and we even forced ourselves to stop at a bar on the way home and um you know had another drink or two and after a while we're like fuck Miss the kids. Let's go home. And we went home. So uh, I think we're due for another one of those, you know, super. That's our idea of romance right now, you know, but um, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's fucking great. Family life is is amazing. And I'm enjoying every second of it, trying to get pictures of Bowie as much as I can because she's getting fucking huge. She's getting ginormous. She's uh, she's <laughs> she's thick. It's getting ticked, bro. So, um, yeah, and um, Super Bowl was last weekend. I'm not going to talk anything about the Super Bowl because uh, I don't know shit about sports. And, you know, people are over it. Half of you guys are stoked. Half of you guys probably fucking not stoked. Um, I, I will say this one thing. These two things. Sorry, one thing. Uh, two things. Sorry, two things. 
Uh, <laughs> Tom Brady fucking getting seven rings is fucking awesome. And I thought the meme that had Michael Jordan saying, and I took that personally, <laughs> was the shit. That was that was the best because I fucking loved The Last Dance. That documentary was amazing. Um, super good. If you haven't watched The Last Dance, um, Mom, I know you're listening to this. I know you guys just got Netflix. Congratulations. Go watch The Last Dance and you won't be disappointed. It's good shit. So that, there's that, right? That meme was was awesome. Um, and um, the second thing I was going to say about the Super Bowl was that fucking ad. That motherfucking ad that they did where they're talking about um, committing to change. And like I'm stoked for that, that they are committing money that the NFL will commit money. I mean, I don't know how it's getting allocated and shit, but it's like to see them having a commercial like that and having all these, they're having literally, literally pictures of, of NFL players kneeling in this montage um, during, in this commercial of theirs. And I was like, what the fuck's going on with Colin Kaepernick? Like th- all this shit, all this time has gone by and come, come to find out i mean if you didn't believe him before it's like you know i mean i have my arms up in the air right now guys i'm like what the fuck arms out you know i just don't understand how you can have this this ad on there and have guys kneeling in your fucking ad and you banned colin kaepernick for kneeling for standing up for you know or standing against standing up against police brutality um it's just like what the fuck so I'm just curious, like, what are they doing about, like, is there something going on behind the scenes? Like, does anyone know what the fuck is going on? Is he still out? I know he was like, I know he had a couple of fucking like tryout kind of things or something back, um, it was like a year ago. I don't remember. I guess not, obviously nothing happened. He's not playing, but it trips me out, man. That fucking ad. I mean, you guys must have saw that too. And we're being like, oh, that's nuts. Like, what the fuck? I was like, that's fucked up. That was fucked up. So, oh, God damn it. I forgot this beer is empty. I got to get a new one. See, I'm all upset, so I'm reaching for a beer. But yeah, that ad was fucked up. And uh, anyway, but once I saw that meme, like the next day, I got happy again. No. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Um, yeah, because the last dance was, was epic. Um, there's been so many fucking binge-worthy shits this last year. There was, I mean, obviously because we had we were all home binge watching, so it was like it was a good year for it. I binged on that for a little bit, watched it like two and a half times. Didn't finish it this the third time. I just kind of trailed off. I think I started something else. Um, but I was binging on Django. Django is on again on Netflix. That fucking movie is amazing. I, I I honestly watch that movie constantly. Like there, it's I don't know. I think it's Quentin Tarantino movies, or like even Scorsese, or like you know those old, or like Coppola, the gangster movies and stuff. Like I can watch that shit over and over and over again. It's easy. I uh, love those movies, man. Django, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood guys haven't saw that one if you haven't seen that one if you haven't sought that one go sata masagana that one go watch it and uh 
the the movie that I started watching again. I told you I binge watch movies and I watch them again. Like I start binging them again, like a year later. Um, the Big Short. If you haven't seen The Big Short, The Big Short is it's all about the financial, um, the housing you know crisis in two thousand and eight, and the collapse of the housing market, and um, is fucking. It's got it's got Brad Pitt in it. Oh my god! Oh my god, Brad Pitt. It's got Brad Pitt. It's got um, Steve Carell. Oh my god, Steve! Oh my god, Steve Carell. <laughs> it's got a uh, fucking Ryan Gosling. It's got uh, Christian Bale. Oh my God, Christian Bale! <laughs> it's got all kind of fucking people in it. Uh, this is like all, all kinds of other people too. Um, oh, fucking Marissa Tomei is in it. Oh my God, Marissa Tomei! <laughs> or more like, Oh my God, Marissa Tomei, sick. That was me. Um, yeah. That was fucking good. That movie was good. It was really confusing because the whole point of it was to try and explain what shorting a stock is. Trying to explain what shorting a stock is is like... It's got to be one of the hardest things you can try and explain and let alone try and put it into a fucking pop movie. Like trying to make it a blockbuster movie. But I think they did a good-ass job. I mean, can't go wrong with fucking Margot Robbie in a bathtub trying to explain it can't go wrong with fucking god bless god rest his soul anthony bourdain explaining it talking about feeding people three-day-old fish that was awesome i mean selena gomez uh you know it's like they use these different people and these different cuts to go and explain some shit but the fucking movie was brilliant and with what went down with that whole GameStop thing, and if you don't really know what it is, like I am not gonna try and explain it to you. I had to watch multiple videos and read multiple articles to try and to finally understand, in the simplest of terms, what shorting a stock is, and what that whole GameStop thing was. I'm not gonna try and explain it. I'm too dumb to fucking try and explain that to you, and you shouldn't be listening to me explain it. So I'm not gonna do that. But it was a crazy fucking thing. And, um, you know, that movie, The Big Short, is focused on the financial crisis, the collapse, right, in 2008. And it's the cool thing is that the basis of it, if you don't know, this will make you want to watch it. The basis of it is that a couple guys knew about it. Uh, A really eccentric guy... um, manager of a of a fund basically he knew about it and a couple other people knew about it and so it's like christian bale played that guy who knew about it first and ryan gosling and knew about it next and told steve carell and his guys and it's like they're trying to get in on this you know basically betting against betting it's gonna collapse they knew it was all gonna collapse before it collapsed and it fucking happened and so they bet against it and um but it wasn't just that simple it was complicated there was a lot of fucking really big problems and but the story goes along along those lines and it was amazing gotta watch the big short fucking good movie watch that shit and um the last movie i was fucking camping on for so long was on disney plus it was hamilton okay the fucking musical hamilton and i know you guys are like oh half of you guys 
half of you guys are like Hamilton. Yeah, fuck Hamilton is the shit. Half of you guys, because you've seen it. I don't know anyone who's seen it who isn't like, oh shit, that was a shit. Then the other half of you guys are guarantee. Like what the fuck? Like, if you haven't seen it, you you might not like musicals at all. And then if that's the case, you're guaranteed just like, oh bro, why are you watching Hamilton? You know I don't like musicals. What the fuck? Even my mom, my mom, I told her, I saw her recently. I told her um, about Hamilton. I was like, Mom, you guys got to watch Hamilton. You got to try and buy it or something, you know. And uh, they don't have Disney Plus, so they got to buy it somehow. So I was like, you got you to gotta go, you gotta watch the fucking shit. It's so good. And she's like laughing. She's so funny. She don't, she don't mind laughing or, you know, saying how she feels or anything like that. And she's like, Hamilton. She's like, musicals? I didn't know you liked musicals. And I'm just like, like real kind of like, ha you know, and I was like, mom, fuck, you know, this fucking, this musical is a shit. It's not even like a regular musical. It's like, it's fucking hip hop. I mean, it's got Lin-Manuel Miranda in it who wrote like, you know, wrote and sang in Moana. It's like, everyone loves that shit. You don't love Moana, mom? Come on. Fuck. I mean, but it's like, but it's, you know, it's telling, telling the story of the country in the beginning and all that and. It's just so brilliantly done and directed and shit. So if you guys haven't watched that, if you guys don't like musicals, I honestly don't really like musicals that much either. I'm sorry to say. Uh, I'm not a traitor, okay? You guys, I didn't reel you in with this Hamilton talk and talk about how much I love it because I do and then tell you I don't like musicals after just to fuck with you. I'm not super into musicals in general, but... I do, you know, like Rent was sick as fuck. Like I love music and I love performing and I love, I love, uh, you know, the acting aspect of it and all the stage and the choreography and all that shit is dope. Like I do love musicals, but I just, they gotta be a certain kind. Like I'm just one of those guys, like I hate on, I hate on a lot of musicals because I just, there's a certain corniness that I'm not into because I just, I don't, I don't know. Just one of those guys. I'm sorry. I'm kind of a fucking hater. Just hating on them. Hate, 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 hate. But, you know, I'm just not, it's not super, super into them. But, you know, there's some that I, I love. And and this one was, was amazing. So if you haven't fucking seen it, you guys got to go see that shit. Uh, great cast. Great singing. Cool ass shit going on on stage. Really cool. Don't want to spoil it. So you got to go check it out. Super dope. Yep. And um, you know what? Not to end the show on like the most corny shit ever on talking about Hamilton. But I actually, I do got to go. I got to head over to the studio. I got to go get some shit done with the boys. Got some music to make. Got, um, you know, got to work on album number 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 with the green. And, you know, so I love you guys. And thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I hope you have a fucking great Chinese New Year. Be careful with the fireworks, all right? Careful. Um, happy Valentine's Day, all right? Go out there and uh, don't drive drunk. Catch your fucking cabs and Ubers and stuff. and Or just, you know, just fucking stay home. Stay home. Enjoy fucking nice Netflix fucking evening, you know? A little fucking red wine. Or drink one of these fucking beers. If you're looking for these beers, uh, they're Mother Earth, Cali Creamin'. 
<laughs> Creamsicle, yeah. It's in an orange can, all right? If you go to Tamura's, Tamura's 10th Avenue has it. Sorry, I gave up the location. They're all going to be gone now. Fuck! See what I do for you guys? That's all I got, really. It's the only, it's only thing I have. But yeah, enjoy that. Check them out if you can. Shout out to that brewery. If you guys want to send me some stuff, that'd be fucking awesome. I love you too. Um, happy Aloha Friday. Have a great weekend. All you guys, happy Valentine's Day. Kongi Fat Choi. I love you. Aloha. <laughs>